You're listening to the Boo Boys Podcast. All right. Well, my name's Dalton. And I'm Joey. And this is the Boo Boys. And today we're going to go ahead and jump into a couple of different topics. We're going to be talking about the Hat Man and the Hex House. You've never heard of either of these things, but I have already shown you a photo of what the Hat Man supposedly looks like which our viewers at home can oh so graciously go check out the Instagram for the Boo Boys and see it for themselves as well. But let's go ahead and get into it. Are you ready? I so, am ready. I'm definitely ready. Around 2010, people started having these weird sightings of thinking that they were seeing people in their house or somebody was following them around the corner. They would kind of just see something move in the corner of their eye. People would see things like in the corner of their eye and like when they looked, it wasn't actually there. So... It got so bad that there ended up being different like Reddit posts and blogs and people just kind of reaching out to the community on the internet to try and determine if they were going crazy or if other people had seen this too. Typically, most people would kind of just at first pretend it was just something they saw, you know, the corner of their eyes, a shadow, or maybe like a, an animal moving around or, or just something outside. But as it got kind of close to them, they started feeling almost like there was a presence next to them. So they, they weren't feeling quite as safe as they could have. Some say that when it comes to the hat man, it's typically something they have seen since they were a kid and maybe just are now noticing it as an adult because as a kid, you're not really as aware of, of your... Yeah, you're not as observant, not as aware of your surroundings. Everything's so new to you. You don't realize that something doesn't belong quite yet. So once you're an adult, you know, you've got this space that you're comfortable with. All of a sudden, things start standing out that shouldn't be there. Yeah. People think that the hat man may be some kind of watcher of children, almost like a guardian. And it stays, like, if he watches you as a kid, he's going to watch you as an adult, too. Sounds kind of pervy to me, but we'll get into it. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a positive thing as far as I'm, as far as I'm picking up so far. <laughs> so the hat man is said to be a large, tall man in stature. So he's just, like, like perfect posture, really sharp, edgy, like, shoulders, like, long arms, long legs, pitch black. He's trying to make, like, the pose <laughs> he wears a some people say it's a top hat and some people say it's kind of like a fedora where it's a little bit shorter in the middle he's just usually a dark silhouette you don't actually get to see any defining features to him so you can't make out quite a face but you do see like two red glowing eyes oh like the mothman yeah i don't know if i've heard people say that mothman's eyes are creepy to them though personal i don't know. i mean the glowing red part but okay well these glowing red eyes apparently when they stare at you make you feel like you're being watched and like there's a presence in the room even when you can't see the eyes anymore. Some people say that when you look in the eyes, if you stare at the face of the man for too long, it'll trigger your fight or flight and put you into an anxiety mode if you're not willing to like get out of the room in time. I don't know if I quite okay. like that. Some believe that they see the man in a dream, but they can't really tell if it's like sleep paralysis when you fall asleep and then you dream as though you're in your own room and you start seeing things. So they're not sure if it's like actually a dream or if it's, you know, happening. One thing that they wonder is even if it's a dream, how are so many people having the same dream at the same time? Or are they seeing the same being in their dreams without it being like a mass produced? Like a mass hysteria thing. Right. But how, are, how is it a mass hysteria thing? Because at this time when people started kind of wondering about this and worrying about it, they'd said that they'd seen it as a kid. But there is no, like, movies or TV shows or anything like that that regard the Hat Man. And there aren't really any books that are specific about the Hat Man. So even if that were the case, there's nothing really tying all these specific accounts into what could be the Hat Man. Yeah. 
So most people, they started seeing Hatman as a kid, and then as they became adults, they started seeing him again more frequently. And there have been multiple accounts where people kind of try to investigate the Hatman in a way, where once they see him, they try to go to him, or they try to shine a flashlight at it, but the second that they put their eyes onto him, he just, like, isn't there anymore. You shine the light, and it's just a wall. Or like, it's just a coat rack, or it's just the clothes on the chair kind of a thing. Some say that the hat man is nothing but sleep paralysis. It also just sounds be... very sleep paralysis. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of sleep paralysis thing, but the, the people like that talk about it say that they see him even when they're not sleeping. So there are people that, that experience sleep paralysis that also do still experience, even when they're not asleep, um, seeing the same creatures or demonic forces or whatever they believe that they're seeing when they're not asleep, but that kind of is where we start seeing a line into psychosis and whether or not they're actually experiencing these things. It, it, it kind of gets into that point where it's like, as someone who reads and looks into the paranormal all the time, it's like, well, are you really like seeing something paranormal or is there something going on weird in your brain? And are you really, yeah. It's yeah, hard to tell. Are these kind of values to just a standard interaction? Maybe you just didn't see that guy's face and you're, you're picturing the silhouette now. Right. Well, and especially Most with the human brain. Uh, that, as far as, like, I don't know if we've all been in sleep paralysis, but uh, if you have, you know it's a fucking scary experience. And whatever you're picturing there, it's something that they would, like, like, I, I don't, like, I don't, every time I fucking am in sleep paralysis and I see something, it's it's always something that I could never consciously, that I don't think I could at least consciously ever fucking come up with. It's always, like, it's like Homer Simpson with dolphin legs, fucking Millie Rock in my bed and shit. It's always something ridiculous like that, you know? and Dolphin legs. Dolphins don't have fucking legs. What did I say? I just, I just imagined like two dolphin tails two, as two, legs. Yes. Yeah. He's like, yeah. And Four he, flippers. He spins them like this, and helicopters away. Like the dude from Sonic. Right. It kind of like in my brain, almost. You know those Japanese like hot dogs when they slice them in the forest to make them look like pie. Yeah. Or like kids' yeah. lunches. That it, yeah. it kind of looks like that to me, but like two dolphin legs. No, that's exactly what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Like a kraken. Every time you split, you do it, a new split happens. Not oh, cracking. Gosh. Hydra. Hydra. What the fuck am I talking about? You'll get there eventually. Do you experience sleep paralysis yes, often? I'll get one who's right on the first one. No. No. I've probably, I mean, that I can remember only less than five times. But they were like, oh, like, oh, fuck, this sucks. You know? Like, they oh, were, gosh. that's not a, a way that describes how fucking traumatic it is in the moment. But it also, like, it's something that afterwards you feel like, I can't call that a trauma because I was fucking asleep. But also, like. You're like, my own brain like, did that, that to me. Brain. Yeah, exactly. Like, my brain did that to me. But also, like, that shit's scary as fuck in the moment. I can't say that I've ever experienced it quite myself, but when I, I did an episode on sleep paralysis, and I was really worried the entire time that I was going to, like, put myself into it, if that makes sense. I was worried that, not necessarily hypnotic, but because I looked into how it happens and what causes it to happen and what people normally are thinking about when it happens. And I was like, what if I start thinking about those things and now I'm going to go into sleep paralysis? And then <laughs> I was like, I don't want that because I have way too many things that I've looked up and know about that Could I don't want dancing. Like whatever you're... Could it be something along the lines of like what you're thinking about essentially manifests itself in your dreams? So it can be... For some people, it can be due to stress. So if something is really stressing you out, you can have instances where you'll experience sleep paralysis. And it's not necessarily like the exact thing that's stressing you out will be what you see, but it's just your brain's freaking out because you're stressing about something. So it just puts something that causes you stress like into your peripherals, which is when you normally see like that freaky shit. Yeah, gotcha. 
But yeah, stress does that. So then I stressed about having sleep paralysis that I don't actually have, and I was worried I was going to get it. Right? Like, I'm fucking... I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> some people think that the hat man is some sort of curse that may be passed on by talking about him. And basically, it's kind of like one of those just don't talk about him sort of scenarios. Yeah. And that's why kids end up seeing him is because, like, they overhear another kid talking about it. And that's when that kid gets it. And then so on and so forth. So yeah. Okay. I've seen other examples of things that, like, oh, everybody, not everybody, but several people have had similar or the same dream. Uh. Like, I, there was some concept I was looking at called, like, I'm sure this is some fucking copypasta bullshit. It was like, this is the face of God, because a thousand people in their fucking dreams have seen this dude, and it's just like... Oh, like that monkey guy? Yeah, it looked like unibrow? a fucking chimp, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked like a chimp person. Which yeah. Is, I mean, whoever's face that is originally, I'm sorry, but like, you know, it's just, it doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me. But I've also, like, I'm, I, I don't know, I have like a DMT story from high school where I had like... Not necessarily from high school. DMT stories were. I, I definitely think like there's some things in some in some manner that I I see things like that making sense where several people can can see the same thing unprompted in of their own accord, so to speak. Maybe not accord, but on their own. I mean, this is gonna be a weird way to tie that all together, but just roll with me here. Um, yes. <laughs> so. You ever, like, hanging out with, like, a friend or somebody that you're just close with and you guys, like, will have the same thought or say, like, the same thing, like, all the time or whatever? Well, girls will sync up, like, cycle-wise sometimes. And I'm like, well, what if you just, like, really connected with somebody on a very specific, like, brainwave and you just, like, happen to be synced up like that? I don't know. And then that's why you're able to see weird shit. What if your brain is constantly processing, like, fucking broadcasting your th- thoughts, like, almost like, like, radio signals, but we just don't have shit that can pick it up, you know? I wouldn't necessarily doubt that, because we do have the ability to I read brainwaves. Yeah, but, like, oh, I mean, I guess, yeah, but who, mm, I don't know enough about how they do fucking brain scans to, to no. argue a point but you know that they can. I was gonna it doesn't I'm, necessarily tell you what they see yeah. or hear, but like you know, you can see when people are thinking or feeling certain yeah. things. So, in theory, at some point, we might be able to do that. That's a terrifying thought, yeah. but like, it's there. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen though. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> that's like Elon Musk is working on some fucking that like brain computer thing. That's yeah. The, have you seen the that brain thing? chip? Yeah, it's like. I forgot what he was calling it, like neural network or neural something. Neural link. Like that. that was it. That was yeah. it. Where it's just like a processor in your fucking spine or some shit. And it's like when he says like the applications are oh if you're if you're paralyzed, it can like you can essentially reconnect those nerves. Like that's cool. But at what point am I just gonna be like fucking like pinging shit to a dude I don't like, like sending him brain hate mail? You know? Well, it wasn't even just, just like that. They were saying emotions to people. They were saying that you would actually be able to like download your memories. Supposedly. That's fine. So they want That's the capability fine. of you like when you die, you could be a robot. Forward. As but though Black like Mirror didn't work. That is very Black Mirror. But like, um, at what point are they just like, would they do that through? Uh, so are they, are they essentially mapping your thoughts and reading your the way you perceive your memory as that, or or are they just recording this shit you see in here as well, and then putting that in like fucking flash storage somewhere? You probably know. starts as one and then completes as the other. Jeez, I don't, I don't, 
there is a Black Mirror episode about that, though, where they have, like, the little chip that they put in, and it, like, records everything, and they can go back to, like, whatever date and time and, like, look at stuff. Jeez. And they can, like, broadcast it up on the TV, and people can, like, watch your memories. I remember the one where the, uh, where that girl's mom, like, blocked bad shit in their neighborhood from her vision, like, her shit was just blurred out or mm-hmm. something, and then she, like, blocked the girl's neighbor, and then the girl blocked her mom. You know? Yeah, that, that would be pretty uh, terrifying. But I bet there's people that would do that, too. Right, 100%. So, personally, with the hat, I have this idea. It's more of, like, an intruder terror brought on by the neighborhood watch signs. Because oh the hat God. man is legit. Like, it's, it's the neighborhood watch guy. And I used to get creeped out by that neighborhood watch guy when I was a kid and I saw those signs. So, it was just like, yeah, I feel that, like that, that, that sign. Uh, those signs were always so strange. Yeah, like, who looked like that, though? The signs are just like no criminals here. It's like what? Who the? But like, like what oh, criminal is wearing like, like, like here. that oh. overcoat and the hat and everything? That yeah, that Dick Tracy outfit <laughs> on nighttime. Like what is that? Yeah, and it's just like the slant for eyes and like the little dots. Yeah. So I think that it's it's like a subconscious thing. Like the the kids have seen the signs and they think, oh, that's a bad guy. And then as children, they think of like you know the like the guy on the signs breaking into their house and looking at them and doing stuff. So. I think that your mind like kind of goes to the sketchy place, and when you see something like a shadow, or or you freak yourself out because you think you see something across a room, you're filling in that void with that last thing that you saw. Similar to that, what a lot of people were saying is like it triggers kind of your fight or flight sort of thing. If it doesn't trigger your fight or flight to the point where you're ready to take out Joe Pesci, like with home traps, like I I don't think you're really that freaked out. I'm, like literally, fight <laughs> triggers your fight response like that. Time to set up booby traps. But, you know, that, that, like, the sympathetic nervous responses, like, you, you definitely feel them when they go off, like, in your body. You feel your fucking heart rate just spike to the roof in an instant, and you feel, like, I don't know, I don't want to say energized, because that's, I don't know if energized adrenaline? is the right word, but you feel, like, adrenaline, yeah. That is, yeah, I think that's technically that, like, considered an energy. Yeah, but it's not, like, like, when I feel energized, it's I feel like that's almost another word, way of saying I feel good, and if I feel an adrenaline spike, it's different, you know? You don't like, get, an adrenaline spike is always exhausting after the fact, you know? You don't get good ones, like, if you're gonna do something, like, really exciting? I don't, I don't, I feel like those hit me different. I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. I'm, I'm conflating two different things here. <laughs> Who knows? Some people, of course, believe that the hat man might actually be an alien, because oh, everything, course. everything can be aliens, of course. He's gotta probe his butt, how else is he gonna do it without the fucking glowing <laughs> They believe that he may be an otherworldly being simply sent to watch humans and how they interact or, or react to his being. So imagine a bunch of aliens sitting around like some giant round table and like talking about how they discovered a new species and how to interact with them. And one of them goes like, what if we just send Tony down in a trench coat to fuck with them while they're sleeping? They send like Polly the Flasher from <laughs> the local mall to just take his, track, his fucking trench coat down there and just stand in the corner oh and God. like stare at these people. And then when they wake up, he just goes like, some people think that he might actually be a being from the fourth dimension and that's why we're not able to see him properly is that he's not technically supposed to be there he's like breaking through the dimension and that's why you only see like the silhouette of him and you can only make out somewhat of his eyes and they think that they may be data collecting information from the third dimension which is us and the activities that we aren't supposed to be able to perceive it, but like how much we can if they interacted with us. And many think that since the experience is like nothing really happening, that 
it's not working. So like the fourth dimension is trying to break through, but they're not having a good, an easy time with it. So they're just kind of like nonchalantly experimenting with it. I want to say something about that one particularly because that that just like throws physics out. Like it tries to use physics, but it just does it so incorrectly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like it's a good like, one though. Uh, like people from the fourth dimension are trying to break into the third. Di- <laughs> like that's not. That's not how dimensional planes work. Like, I mean, obviously, like, I don't, I'm not a physicist. I don't really know a whole lot about that shit, but I've seen a lot of space movies, okay? I've seen a lot of space movies. They constructed time in this three-dimensional space so you could talk to your daughter, Matthew McConaughey. You know, that kind of shit. See? You like that movie? Roll your eyes to that movie? See? Love that movie. That's a poster for that movie right there. Right oh, yeah? There. Love that movie. It was, a, yes. it was an interesting yes, idea. I'll give it that. See it? I'll give it that it was an interesting idea, for sure. Was it my favorite movie? Not necessarily. Okay. Reasonable. So, (laughs) some people think that the hat man doesn't come around unless you experience a really traumatic incident that causes him to, like, stick to you because of his dark energy and that he's, like, feeding off of it. Yes. (laughs) This man feeds off your dark energy. This is strange. So, he is an interdimensional being coming to feed off of our darkness. This man is no, just, no, these are all different ideas. Such, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, this, uh, so this dude is such an emo kid that he literally eats other people's sadness and survives off of it. But he doesn't take it away. He just feeds off of it. And you just keep giving him more if you're emo. He just keeps saying it and he's like, more. Just witnessing it. Not even consuming. Just witnessing. What the fuck is up with this, this guy? Do you ever wonder if he gets full and he's just like, Dude, go yeah, for a walk. <laughs> but yeah, every once in a while, there's someone like crying over their friend's corpse in the middle of the street somewhere. And then he pops up in the background. He's like, too much. And then he <laughs> That's a little too spicy. He's like, they, they don't need nitrogen right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he'll pop up in their, their room, you know, a couple of days later. Because yeah, after yeah. the traumatic Days, incident. maybe years later. Yeah. Maybe yeah. years later. Maybe they're. Maybe they're they're going to work one day and they turn to the car on the left and he's just sitting there staring. And then they turn back and then they do a double take and he's not there again. But he's like standing on the fucking highway on the other side of it now. And it's just some weird like it follows shit like that. I don't like the idea of that. (laughs) Did you actually watch that movie? It Follows? It Follows? I was actually going to bring that up and ask if you did. Uh, I honestly enjoyed that movie. I thought it was was a simple idea. Uh, I thought, you know, a lot of like a lot of just modern horror movies yeah basically it was a bowl of complete trash but i really enjoyed the uh i really i thought it was a cool concept i liked the way they shot it a lot of time where you could constantly see this thing somewhere in the background right it's clever i feel like they really tried to embody like slender man vibes to it yeah and then they made that uh they made a slender man movie too and i guess it sucked it was trash yeah Absolutely. And then the same time they did they did the tall man right before that, which was It wasn't even related. Uh, no, but but it's essentially a ripoff of the same concept. Right, but like giant thing comes and kills your children. It, it, but it he wasn't even like it was like a dude. It was like a regular dude. It wasn't like an like a being. Oh, it was a dude? The it was just a, was dude. just a dude. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't even Slender Man. It was, it was just a, a dude. Yeah. No, I was It was, was just like, a guy. That's yeah. ridiculous. I used to be super I thought it would be some some fucking demon at least. In high school, Marvel uh, Marvel Hornets was coming out, and it was like yeah. the thing. Yes, all of my friends, like every week, because they released a new one, we'd get together and all watch them. And that was like 
supreme, like perfect Slenderman. Man, they need to just make that a movie, yeah. which they did. But um, everything they've yeah, done since then really has it. been trash. And then those girls killed uh, their friend. Yeah, that's no, they didn't kill her. They didn't kill her. She lived. That's right. She did live, but they're like she in was, a psychiatric. She gets stabbed like forty-five times, and she's mm-hmm. just like mm, taking it like a champion. She crawled out of the woods and got help for herself. Like, damn. What yes. a trooper. Like a fucking champion. Yeah. Like a champion. He crawled out. I ain't she was like, today. Fuck Becky. Becky she was like 11 yeah. and they stabbed <laughs> her with steak knives. Like, what a fucking boss. Oh my god. She crawled out like Liam Neeson in the gray with like fucking wolf skulls and alcohol bottles strapped to her fingers and shit. Like, she has the coolest fucking story to tell forever. Like, yeah, yeah I got stabbed life, a whole like, bunch in the woods and I crawled out and fucking yeah, made someone's it. Someone's like, I met Kanye West. And she's like, oh, really? I got one for you. <laughs> when I was 11, two of my classmates lured me into the woods and stabbed me 37 times. And I crawled out on my own two days later. I don't know the specifics of the story. That could all be wrong. But no, it was only where were you at? Wisconsin. Oh, my God. That's a fucking she's like, German she's like, ass state. I... I got out of the hospital the next Very day, and I went to court, and I testified against him, and then I smacked a hoe. Yes, smacked a hoe with a long, <laughs> long. I watched a documentary that, like, oh. basically talked about that, and the girl, like, talks, and she's just like, yeah, I don't know why they did that. And I'm like, you are way too quiet to have gone through all that and still be acting like that. You need to act like the bad bitch that you are, because, like, uh, wow. Like, she's still fucking quiet, I'm sure, is what she was like. <laughs> If she were loud, it'd be overpowered. So she had to be nerfed in some manner, you know? You gotta balance her stats. Yeah. Not just Midwest uh, kids. Uh, what? <laughs> Not maybe Wisconsinites. They also Any. had the movie The Bye Bye Man, which is the shittiest name for a movie ever, but it was also the same concept. It just is it? shows up in your room at night and takes your kids. Is that the one where like you have to say his name to make him show up though? The concept yes. that they're Yeah, you gotta say his stupid ass name. Like who was the first kid to say that name? That kid's stupid. Probably like a five-year-old. Yeah, you couldn't come up with a better name, you stupid-ass five-year-old. The hell's wrong with you? Sometimes I wonder who like yeah. who like writes these scripts. The people that fund the scripts. I'm like, but why? Yeah, you, like you how did the kids better? summon him without knowing who he was originally? You right. Know? Ugh, just they're just making more ammunition for Scary Movie Eight or whatever they're on now. <laughs> Any questions, comments, or concerns about the Hat Man? Nah, nah, nah. The Hat Man is very Babadooky, you know. Haha, I said dookie, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, very, in both appearance and lore, I guess, in the sense that he he shows up while you're sleeping in the middle of the night, kids see him, and then you see him again as you're an adult, I guess. Just, the Babadook, I don't know if his lore extends beyond that one movie. I don't know which one came first. I don't know if the Hatman. Sure Hat I don't know, because like, when I looked it up, it like people were talking about it on the internet as far back as 2010, but I didn't see anything like, like in the news or going further back than that point. Let me is I don't think Baba Duke I don't know if he has any I'm like pretty sure Baba Duke is like original. I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty Just sure the character movie. was original in the movie. Yeah. I don't know. I've never looked him up. I'm pretty sure, but a hundred percent. Let's talk about the hex house. <laughs> Alright. So we're gonna go oh, ahead and dive into the hex house. What? It's not the hocus pocus. I said that's not hocus pocus. Okay, well the Hex House is located in Pennsylvania in a small town called Stewartstown. It stands on a house that's on top of a hill, of course, because where the fuck else would it be out there? <laughs> All hauntings are on hill houses. Right. House on Haunted Hill, I mean, 
the very first thing, it's original. So in 1928, Nelson Raymer was beaten to death. And that's where we're starting this wild story. So there was a man named John Blimer. And he went along with his days. He suddenly became exceedingly ill and started having really bad luck. He was kind of like afraid that he was going to die. He just got so sick. And back then, like, they didn't really have doctors that were super capable of determining what was causing people to be sick because they didn't have any technology to really look people over aside from just kind of like poking you and hoping that something would show up. So he basically went to the town's witch who lived by the stream and was like, wow, I feel like shit. And this lady named Nellie Knoll was known as the town's river witch. And she would create medicine, which was generally just plants and, and things all mixed together, which which are normally medicines if you actually were to look at medicines back in the day when they would use things like, um, fuck, I don't know, what goes into medicines? Calamine lotion and stuff like that? I don't know. Anyway. Calamine? I don't know. Ginger for stomach aches. Editing Dalton. Yes, chamomile. I don't know. Anyway, I do spooky stuff. I'm not a medical person. Thank you. Neither am I. (laughs) I'm not that kind of a witch. So she basically told him that somebody had placed a curse on him and that's why he was feeling so bad. And she was like, you need to find out who placed this curse on you. And He's like, well, nobody would place a curse on me. I'm a great guy. Everybody likes me in this town. So she's like, cool. Well, let me do like a special little wishy doodad. And I'll point out who exactly put this curse on you. And after doing her little like ritual, she determined that his best friend, who was Nelson Raymer, was the one that put the curse on him back when they were kids. And basically, because he actually was her competition, because he was a studying doctor. And was trying to determine, like, he was trying to find different medicines that weren't located by the river that she could take him out easily by telling his friend here that he got cursed by the doctor. So he went up to his friend's house and was like, you cursed me. And his friend was like, curses aren't real. And they were like, you have a spell book. We know it. And what they were referring to was actually his medical book, which he would write down the like ingredients that would go into what would be medicines to help people more. Essentially, they kind of they ended up setting his entire house on fire while trying to look for his medicine book, which he never gave up the information for. And so they ended up just like beating him to death. Like multiple people took their turns and like beat him with sticks and hammers and like their hands and stuff like that just until he was like dead. And they couldn't find his book on like his medicines and stuff after that. So they believed that he actually had a cursed book and he was able to use magic to like hide it away. Or, <laughs> now hear me out here, or paper burn in fire. Let's be honest, because sometimes paper burn in fire. Well, so the reason, other that, times. the reason that they burnt the house down was because they couldn't find it and they didn't want it to be released. But because they never found it, they assumed that it was hidden. And so they burnt the house down and everything like that. Hmm. But the house itself actually never burned down in its entirety because it was made out of brick and people were stupid, especially in Pennsylvania. (laughs) And they were like, the house didn't burn all the way down. Obviously, it's cursed. So you can still go to the original Hex house and see it nowadays. And it it has like a plaque and it's a little historical thingy-majigger and everything like that. Oh, this house is still like mostly still there too. Mm -hmm. 
I think they've rebuilt it now, but but a lot of it didn't burn down because it's made of brick. Charred beam. Oh yeah, they, it's like a museum over. Like they have a, at least like it looks like there uh, there's like a glass floor kind of thing where you can see like the charred burns from like where they tried to burn the original place down. Or so Nellie Knoll, the River Witch, basically when um, John was like, "Hey, I still feel like shit, even though we killed that guy," she was like, "Oh yeah, hmm, weird," and like gave him some tasks to go do to like break the curse. And mm-hmm. when that didn't work and he was still sick, they killed her too. These people are so stupid. <laughs> people are so fucking stupid. Like, there's no critical thinking involved in this fucker's brain at all. Nope. The witch said my friend put a curse on me. Your best friend of all people that you've known since For you were kids. no reason. And I'm going to trust this random, this, this, first off, witch. This was in, like, they had pictures of these dudes. This was in, like, these fuckers probably had driver's license and social security numbers. Well, not social security numbers for 40s. But, like, Prohibition had already came and I think, on by then. And World War fucking one already happened. And, like, people knew shit. And there was, like, telegraphs and, and telephones. And this motherfucker thought, like... The one key thing you have to remember. by the river knew what the fuck she was talking about when it came to his best friend in hexes you have to remember though in 1928 in a small town in pennsylvania they probably still operated like it was the 1850s they had to have like a like a railroad near there or something right probably but i don't think that they were gonna be as far along as like a bigger city this is so strange like why didn't he just go to his friend who's a doctor why didn't he just ask that guy why is my stomach hurt you know why does he go to the sea witch or the river witch i mean and then the river witch is like oh you gotta just kill your best friend that's like oh and he's like oh that makes perfect sense you're like what else would i do yeah like okay i could wait it out i could go to a doctor or I could kill my best friend. One of those Let's things burn his is house getting... down too. We couldn't find a book that may or may not exist. <laughs> One of those things is going to get your results right away. This is just wild. I keep looking at pictures of the burnt down house. It's pretty wild. I want to go. I bet it's haunted. If I were that Probably doctor, is. I'd fucking haunt that place. I also want to see if the river witch is yeah, there like, is still around. Or... You think she's still there with the river? <laughs> Uh, there is this river uh, witch is totally a river witch and not just some woman who got some dude to kill his friend. <laughs> is there more about the hex house though? What happened afterwards? No, that's it. Did they go they... To jail? Like they got arrested for this, right? Like they spent some time. You can look up there. John Blymere. If you... John Blymere, can you spell that for me? John Bonham. Oh, never mind. Because Google Google knows I was talking about this. <laughs> you just looked it up. No, I didn't look him up. I looked up the other guy though, and then Google was just like, "Oh, these characters are connected." So did he, was he one of the guys who killed him? That was the best, his, like, he was the one that got sick. So this was the one who killed his other friend. Mm-hmm. No, they, they were charged at least in 1929, but after a trial that attracted journalists from all over the world. See, I'm curious, like, what happened to this guy? All three men were found guilty. Okay. The trial was colored by the deliberate suppression of evidence in, co- in a collusion between the judge and district attorney, which would have in modern times resulted in a mistrial. Okay. Witches. So... They kill a fucker or not? Like I don't know. What if might not they have were died. To do some group sacrifice thing? What if they were trying to do some group sacrifice thing and the sacrifice just didn't work? 
And then in order to explain this better to the rest of the public, they were just like, yeah, these fucking psychos just killed their friend over witches and some shit. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but at the same time, that sounds like a lot of critical thinking that didn't really happen in that time frame. That's true. That's true. There's a lot of weird shit in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. I don't know. That's, um, what is it? What is it? Centralia or whatever? The Silent Hill, like, town is out there. The one that's, like, literally oh, on fire. A lot of yeah. It's, like, still Very on fire to this day. That and, like, uh, it's, like, a huge Amish community. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, the most popular town. Which isn't, like, I was gonna say, like, sort of the Amish people, but then I realized, like, they're Amish, they're not gonna see this. Uh, the Rumspringer ones, Mike. Amish people, once they figure out technology, once they figure out that 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 the technology is not the devil or something, I don't know if that'll ever. I don't know the specifics of why they're even Amish. Um, I feel like there has to be something. With gosh, well, do you have any questions, comments, or concerns outside of uh, everything else that happened? No, no, I do not. I do not. The hex house is interesting to me, and I want to look into that more because that's. The ones that are like, oh, this is a measurable thing that happened. These people went fucking insane and killed some dude. Like, I love, I, I think those are really interesting. He didn't even go insane. He just did it because the lady was like, kill him. Yeah, but some would argue that that constitutes insanity. And I would, you know, maybe not in the legal sense, but that fucker's out of his mind. I mean, he was deemed guilty. So yeah. I guess somebody believed you. Good, I hope they're electric paid that motherfucker. I don't think they did. What what did they do in Pennsylvania back then? Did they have a death? I'm gonna look that up. Oh geez, there was a lot of executions in the 1920s, and there's a database of all of these. Fuck. What did they do? Uh, Pennsylvania electrocution, electric chair. Well, well, not an electric chair, but like, I mean, I don't understand if they had like an electric shower or something like that. I'm sure it was a chair. Maybe they just laid them down and they took two wires and like. Well, these were all executions of the year 1920. Let's go to 1929, which is the year the murder occurred. Yeah, it was it was fucking electric chair up until the 90s when they changed it to lethal uh, lethal injection, mm-hmm. which is sub- like not any better technically. Well, I mean, either way, you're killing. Yeah, but like the whole point of switching from the electric chair to the lethal injection was supposed to be the fact that it was more humane. But people have actually said that it it's slower and it hurts more. I genuinely think if you're going to kill someone humanely, you got to, like, put a bullet in their brain. Because that's the only way that's going to be instant. Just chop their head off. That's not instant, though. That's, that's like, you have a couple seconds where you're like, oh, fuck, I'm ahead. But you can't really feel anything. Because your brain is still there. You can still feel it. Yeah, but your, your spine is like. Yeah, but the nerves in your face, I'm sure, go straight into your brain. I'm not sure, but I mean, I would guess go straight into your brain. I don't think that after your face into your spine first. Down here. Would your face hurt? They chopped it though? Would I still feel like, I think you'd still be able to twitch your face until it, the muscles run out of oxygen. But I feel like the only place you would feel pain would be like right around where the actual like happened. But if that is the case, like. I think you would feel pain in the entire lower half of your body because your brain would be looking for input from those nerves. And it would just make it up with pain. That's what my guess would be. And I, like I, I say itch. that because of phantom limb syndrome. Mm-hmm. You know phantom limb syndrome? Yeah, like when you get ghost, yeah. like ghost That's itches and stuff. Yes, yes. Or like if someone who had like an arm amputated, how they'll just feel pain in their fingers, even though they don't have fingers anymore, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's my only question, comment, and concern regarding the hex house. Was how did they kill these motherfuckers afterwards? 
Didn't you pull up the list? Yes, it was from the chair. It was from the chair. They got the chair? They used the zip to that chair. Well, or you I didn't. didn't look. Okay, what? I'm just gonna look up. I didn't. I didn't look them up specifically. What was, oh. name? What was his first name? John. John. Mm-hmm. From Stewartstown. No, no. He this fucker lived until the 70s. Yep, sounds about right. This fucker lived until the 70s. Oh, <laughs> he had served 23 years and five months in a state correctional institution. Yeah, they didn't give him death penalty. So he got out just in time to like still chill. Oh, I guess the dude who wrote the book about it says he was not guilty of murder, but he was persecuted by the forces of law and order in New York, which at the time were a travesty. He should have been incarcerated in a mental institution. Oh, so maybe he did kill him. He was just insane. I don't know what this dude's argument is here. I mean, I guess if you were like, well, the witch told me to do it, it's fair that you would be deemed yeah, insane. Yeah, like, like some things. Yeah, exactly. That's fair, I guess. I mean, not fair, fair, but like, sure. They kill that guy. Okay. You know, like, just right away. All right. Well, I have nothing else to give you spooky wise tonight. <laughs> okay. Well, my name's Dalton. My name is Joey. And this is the Blue Voice. Go ahead and make sure you follow us on all social media Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, anything like that. Leave a comment if you want. Bye. You have a Reddit page? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>